Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science and spirituality are both telling us that we are all connected, that we are all one. And what you do to another person you're literally doing to another aspect of yourself. And when mankind awakens to the truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is Messenger of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Suzanne is a retired U.S. Navy commander. She was aide to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff on 9-11. Now she is the author of 11 books, and she's an inspirational speaker, metaphysical teacher, an evidence-based medium, and channeler. Welcome, Suzanne, to Awake to Oneness Radio. Thank you, Caroline. It's great to be with Thank you. you. Thank you. It's, I, it's an honor to have you with us this evening. I have had many guests from all different walks of life <laughs> on this show. Uh, and But you, I must say, you are my first guest f- from a military background. So could you please um, share with our listeners your personal journey of how you went from a military background to what you're doing today? Sure. I'll try to keep it brief because I want to get to the the more metaphysical, spiritual topics. But I grew up with no religion and uh, didn't do much seeking until uh, well into my uh, well into my life. It was uh, my adventures on 9/11. Unfortunately, I was in the last plane in U.S. airspace on 9/11 that started me questioning the deep spiritual questions that most people eventually ask. And uh, then, unfortunately, after I retired from the Navy, it was the death of my stepdaughter that could no longer leave me just uh, satisfied with my life the way it had been until then. I had a great military career, but it was uh, it was very unbalanced as far as uh, mind, body, and spirit. It was very much rooted in the physical world. And so because of 9-11 and because of the death of my stepdaughter, I began asking the deep spiritual questions and uh, have come to a much more balanced place now where I understand the deeper truth that ultimately we come here to understand. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about that experience. Like, um, I, I understand um, that it, it, it stemmed from losing someone very, very dear to you, and I understand that. I, I lost my only yes. son. Yes, um, Kyle. Yeah. It'll, yes, Kyle. It'll be two years in July, um, but I know he's with me. 
That I know for sure. Well, that's the thing, Caroline. When my stepdaughter Susan was killed, I didn't know that she was still with me. I had that strong hope that she was. And so I dragged my husband to see a medium. And that was the life changer for me because the medium who who didn't know our last name, knew nothing about our loss, brought through incredible evidence that our Susan was right there communicating with her. And that was life-changing for me because I couldn't deny that there was no way that woman could have known those things other than that our Susan was right there in the room with us talking to her, showing her things, giving her details about her life that she couldn't have known. And so I began to delve into mediumship and the afterlife. That was 10 years ago, uh, next month, and my life took on a whole different path then. I began writing about mediumship and then ultimately discovered that I had the ability to connect with those who've passed to the other side. And I went to England to study mediumship with some of the best mediums in the world who bring through evidence, not just nice messages from people, things we can actually verify. And it's been that evidence that has convinced me that we are part of a reality so much greater than most people understand. Right. So true, so true. Um, I have to say, well, I went through two experiences with Kyle, one where um, I, I experienced a miracle, and that was three years before he he made his transition. Uh, even though I had been studying metaphysics for many years, and actually I had even been awakened to the truth of oneness at the time, but it was just too much. You know, I, 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 knew, there, I knew that we were spirit that we were spiritual beings having just a temporary um, physical experience. But when the doctors had said to me back in December of 2011 that he wasn't going to make it, I, I just, I was like, no, I can't, I can't, I can't go through that. So I actually tried to take my own life. And um, from that experience, I actually um, experienced a miracle. It was, we both went home. Uh, he the doctors just were like, like he pulled himself off of life support and was fine. And they were like scratching their heads. They were just in disbelief that he was. He took himself off the off of life support, and he was fine. I did whisper in his ear um, that afternoon, um, Kyle, get better so we could both go home. You know, I was mm-hmm. on suicide watch. They were, you know, only allowing me to visit with him a few minutes a day supervised visits and um and I just whispered in his ear I got close to his ear, I said Kyle get better so we could both go home and that night he pulled himself off of life support and within a week or about 2 weeks after that he and I both went home so it was it was a true miracle and so when it came again um I was going through the same thing again with him in 2014 um I was at peace because I understood that this was his soul's choice, you know, and I believed that he and I had made this agreement to to go through what we were going through and that, you know, from our human consciousness, I just can't see the big picture, but I believe in the big picture. So I understand what you're saying so much. But share more of your experience with Susan and, and how – Spirit started speaking to you. Well, I had started meditating the week that Susan died in hopes that if she had indeed 
survive death, if her spirit really did exist, that I could hear from her. And I felt that nothing was happening that because I didn't hear from her. And it was a full two years later that I was writing the story of another medium, and she called me to the front of her class and said, you can do this too. And lo and behold, I could. I brought through evidence from those on the other side. And I know that it was that two years of dedication to sitting in the silence daily that allowed me to hear the voice of spirit when put to the test. But it was mm-hmm. it's so much more than that, Caroline, because to me this work is, is not just about communicating with those who've passed. It's the experiences that happen to all of us when we dedicate that time regularly to sit in the silence. Because during those periods of meditation, I began to ask, who am I and and what is the true nature of God, of spirit? And some of the answers left me sobbing, sometimes in bliss and sometimes with other emotions as as things that I needed to heal came to the surface sitting in the silence. So when you make that commitment to, to get to know the deeper spiritual truths, you, you, you need to be prepared for big changes in your life. Mm-hmm. So true, so true. And, and it's so true what you're saying about it's a, it's a uh, personal commitment to want to go within. Because I say to people all the time on this show that it's not that I'm trying to preach or trying to get you to believe anything. I'm just saying that the truth lies within each of us. And to really tap into that truth, we have to do what you just said, take that committed personal time to just sit in the silence and and go within and seek the truth of who we are seek the truth of what life is all about and it comes and, from and I can end. hear some of your listeners right now saying but how do I know what's true and it's mm-hmm. because your heart will tell you if something isn't quite right you you get that kind of knotted feeling in your chest and in your stomach and that's when you need to ask again okay this doesn't feel quite right to me what do I need to know and Thoughts come to you, and it may be your imagination, or they may be planted there from higher consciousness, from guides or loved ones, and you just test everything that comes to you and say, how does this feel? And you get to know what true peace feels like, and it's those peaceful responses that let you know, okay, I'm going to keep following this path. I'm going to listen to this guidance and see what happens. Yes, I, I call it our internal GPS. And that yes, shows that's true because, yes, our internal GPS will tell us exactly, exactly. It's, it's how you feel. And that's, the, that's how I believe um, spirit communicates is through how you feel. So if it, if it feels really good, then that's, that's coming from spirit and that's kind of saying you're on the right path. Um, mm-hmm. If it doesn't feel that good, you might be straying off the path, you know, your path that you designed before you came into this incarnation. So it's, it's, it's our path that we chose. We chose to be here. We chose the uh, um, uh, path to be on. And when we stray off that path, that's when spirit lets us know by our feeling, by how we feel about it. So, yeah, I, I agree with you a thousand percent. But share more, share, share more of your experience as, when, when spirit contacted you and, and um, how things happened after that. 
Well, I came back from the school in England where I went to see if I really could open up this ability to communicate with the other side, thinking, wow, I had some amazing experiences pairing up with my fellow students over there. Uh, Let's see if I really can do this mediumship stuff. And so I started doing practice readings on friends and neighbors, and the evidence was just mind-blowing. And before you know it, they were telling their friends and they were telling their neighbors and uh I had more requests for readings than I could handle, and that certainly hasn't stopped. And it's it's kind of frustrating because uh, I want to help everybody, and right. we just don't have enough evidence-based mediums. Uh, I think one day we're getting to a point in consciousness where we all will be able to tune in, and there will be no doubt that death is not the end. But in the meantime, uh, I think people really need to know that this is real, this ability to communicate across the veil, and also to ask for the evidence if you need it. Because right. when we when we ask those in spirit, show us you're really here, they're more than happy to oblige. Oh, okay. That's the fun cool. part. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I know that Kyle has communicated. I, I talk to him all the time, and I know he communicated with me. Uh, this is, I'd say, a few months after his passing, um, I had his cell phone. He had a, a a, a new smartphone. I don't have a smartphone, but he had a new smartphone, and I was just kind of being nosy and going through his Facebook messages and the things he had said to some of his friends while he was in the hospital through Facebook. And I read in there he he was concerned about the operations that the doctors were um, suggesting, and he didn't know really what to do. And I, I was like, Kyle, he didn't consult me, though. And I, I kind mm-hmm. of feel like he didn't consult me because he knows I'm ext- I'm holistic. I, 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 uh, as far as, uh, like, whatever is the least invasive measure, because I know the body can heal itself. So he knows, and, I, and yeah, I've been preaching holistic uh, wellness to him for years, so I think that's why he didn't consult me because the medical doctors are telling him one thing and he he knows that I probably won't get on board with it. But I I, I just started, after reading the text that he had sent a friend, I just started crying. I'm like, Kyle, why didn't you talk to me? And I was in my bedroom, then I came into my office and came to my computer. You know how I had my computer on Facebook at the time, but I wanted to go to Google, and it froze. My my uh-huh. the screen yeah. wouldn't allow me to go to Google and what was there was you know how some people put on Facebook um, posters with sayings there, it mm-hmm. was frozen on a poster and the saying was some I have it right here I wrote it down sometimes I wish I could go back and tell myself what I know now and I mm-hmm. know that was a direct communication from Kyle. Yeah, you know, it's, it's I, actually like, quite easy for those on the other side to yeah. play with electronics and to Tonic. manipulate electricity. So those kind of things are fun for those on the other side to do, and they really get our attention. Yes, yes, so true. So you so, know, so I'm true. I'm really sensing very clearly that that Kyle is is your team member. He's he's your partner in these shows that you do. That that he's helping you and working with you. I, Surely you've sensed that. Yes. Yes, yeah. I do. I, I believe he, I didn't know what to name him um, when he was born. Yeah, for weeks I could not think of a name. And the name Kyle came to me in a dream. 
and I believe he told me the name, him, Kyle, and Kyle stands for Keep Your Light Expanding. So <laughs> I, I, I believe it, nice. it's all, all, you know, it's all our path, our path that he and I designed together before we came into this incarnation. And I'm sure he and I have had many lives together. Um, I keep seeing him in my mind's eye holding a sword up. Does that have any meaning for you? A sword. Mm-hmm. Kind of like I see Archangel Michael usually when he talk when he's shown he's shown with a sword. I just see that uh, held right up uh, there. I'm gonna write that down. And it it okay. right now it nothing's clicking but okay. that's I'm all right. Sure. It'll come to you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. I've Amazing. learned I have learned to to not doubt myself when I see things like that. Yes. I want to share with you and, and the listeners. The other day, I I saw a young woman in spirit standing beside her mother. I knew that the woman had lost a daughter, and I said to her, "It was hilarious to me, really, because the the girl showed herself to me in a bunny suit, and." Those on the other side are actually very intelligent. They'll do things like that to get meaning across. So I said to the mother, do you have, you know, your your daughter is standing here beside you in a bunny suit. What's that all about? <laughs> and the mother looked at me like I was crazy. Like right now you don't know why your son would show himself to me with holding a sword. And I yeah. said, no, you need to think about this because I know what I'm seeing. Yeah. And then right. she, said, she said, well, actually we always called her my little rabbit and we have a, her bunny collection all over the house. And <laughs> and I said, you don't need to say any more. That's good enough. So, mm-hmm. you know, at first yeah. at first people say, I don't know what you're talking about. And then it's like, well, you just think about that for a second. So hopefully right. that will become clear. Yes, he's, I'm sure yeah, it he's will. Taking that sword. <laughs> oh, he's shaking that sword. He's shaking. Okay, I'm writing this down. No, okay. actually, um, I was at an expo a few months after he passed. And I was just, I like to go to this expo. It's a local ex, uh, a local spiritual expo. And I like to go for the speakers. You can just sit and listen to mm-hmm. mediums speak. And I was sitting in the audience and listening, and the lady came to me, and she said, um, she said he is with a dog. And at first I'm like, dog, I couldn't, I didn't put it together right away. But he had a dog that I never met because he had a dog um, when he got ill, he moved back home, but for many years he was uh, living um, on his own, and he had a dog that crossed over that he was very, very attached to, and I'd never mm-hmm. seen the dog, but I didn't put it together until mm-hmm. later, until maybe months later. I'm like, that's right, that that dog, Bear was the name of the dog, I think. <laughs> uh, so so it's like, yeah, I don't know, was his, right. school, was his school team the Knights, K-N-I-G-H-T, the Knights? <sighs> Oh well, Panthers. let's not belabor that. We'll move on. <laughs> well, okay, okay. I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm going to okay. put knight and mm-hmm. sword, and definitely okay. keep fine. that in my mind. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. This is amazing. I mean, it's just yeah, spirit is. I, 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 so it's so amazing, and I, I do know. I say, I say to people, people tell me all the time that they, they think I'm so strong. You know, to to go through what I went through, and and now, um, you know, doing the show and starting the foundation and all that in his honor. And I say, you know what? It's it's because I know he's with me. I truly know it yeah. in my heart. And I he's actually with me closer now that he's in spirit. Because when he was in the physical, um, he he called me on Mother's Day 
call me on yes. my birthday. You know, I, I, I this see is a true. Once, yeah, this is absolutely you know? true. And I, I <laughs> want to just talk about an organization called Helping Parents Heal. Okay. They help those who have lost children, and it's a wonderful mm-hmm. organization because they encourage discussions about the afterlife. And the mm-hmm. members of the group are actually quite joy-filled because they know that, just like you do, that their children are still with them. They encourage talking to them, and many of them sense their children with them, and they encourage the others by sharing the evidence of the the visits, like the the experience you had with the computer, that sort of thing. Uh, They get more and more evidential, these experiences, because right now the few things that I've mentioned, that's not hardcore evidence. I I could give you – I could talk for – Hours and hours and hours and about the evidence that has come through that's irrefutable. Right, but, right, uh, right, right. This well, is I, this is the thing that changes lives when you. It's not just right. wishful thinking that your loved ones who have passed are gone. It's verifiable that ah, they're here. Yes, yes. And you have you shared um, a really amazing story. Um, on the show with Rick that I listened to on oh goodness that what's the name of the show Buddha at the gas to, pump yes yes Buddha at the gas pump yes um, there was an amazing story that you shared um, about the lady I want you to share it um, the story was about um, how the medium had um, had a last minute cancellation. Oh, it's and, just I, I, that's a really long story, but the, the short version of it is that okay. those in spirit know what's going on in our lives, and they put thoughts in our head that we then chalk up as synchronicity when things happen as the result of acting on those thoughts. But really right. it's just that hand reaching in from above to guide us very gently, but we have to listen to the thoughts that are put in our head. And mm-hmm. uh, it, this story you're talking about was a mother on the other side who who knew her son was meeting with a medium and put the thought in her daughter's mind to call that very medium that day to schedule a reading with her. And because the daughter who's here uh, followed Mm -hmm. the thoughts that she heard and made a reading appointment with this medium, she ended up reuniting with her long-lost brother. So it's it's tremendous, the synchronicities. That was, that's amazing. I'll give you one that happened to me just just last week, Caroline, I okay. had a woman on Facebook that said, gee, I wish I could have a phone reading with you. Now, people say that all the time, and I have a, my reading list is so long that I've temporarily stopped adding to the waiting list. But there was something in that message. My guides tapped me on the head and said, you're supposed to do that reading. So I contacted her and I said, hey, I'm being told from above, I really need to do a reading for you. And it turned out she'd lost not just one, but two children. And I said, look, I'm going to do that reading for you this Tuesday if you're available. Well, guess what? It was the birthday of her son on the other side. Now, is is that a coincidence or is that the son on the other <laughs> side saying, hey, my mom really needs to know that, yes, that I'm here. So yes. knocking on my head saying, you get requests all the time, but you have to do this one. So I've learned yes. to listen. Yes, that's true. That's true. It, it, it is really about, because spirit is guiding us all the time. And, and our, like you said, our loved ones are trying to connect with us all the time. And if we really just quiet and listen and follow our heart, and we, I, I believe we always, 
you know, we get the message that we need to get. That's true. That is so, so true. It's so so amazing. I, I, it must be such a wonderful feeling. I know you mm-hmm. say that you um, wish you could do more. You know, wish you could probably make five of you so you could help more. <laughs> well, I'm working on that. I'm training mediums now and training them to ask oh. for evidence. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's Absolutely. very good. I, I didn't know that, but that's great. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. wonderful. And and your husband, he must be very patient. How does he feel about <laughs> We all? call him, his name is Ty. We call him Saint Ty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Cause, uh, so how does he feel about the work that you're doing? Because I know he was also, he's also from a military background. Right. He's a retired destroyer captain. And uh, I tell people he, he married a Navy officer. He didn't marry a medium. I had right. no idea when I was in the Navy, that I had this ability or that my life would take this turn. But I know that he's very proud of me, and I know that he sees the effect that this work has on people. So yeah. this is his way of service, of helping yeah. people. By supporting me in this work, he he gets to feel their appreciation, and, and I try to give him so much credit because he sacrifices a lot for me to do right. this work. Yeah. Right. Very true. Now, not only are you an evidence-based medium, but you also channel, um, and I forgot her name. Or it's oh, Sanaya is, is my group of guys. Yeah. yeah they, they, they came yes. to me about five years ago. It's a collective consciousness, but they said to call them Sanaya. And I, I love that I, name. I love it, too. And here's oh, yeah, the funny Sanaya. part. My, my followers are just going to love this. We just arrived in, in um, near Aspen in Colorado. I'm on a six-month speaking tour, and we're traveling around the country. And I've been in communication with a young woman from India. She's a musician. She was trying to come up with a name for her band, and uh, she thought she would call the group Perfect Timing. And so she did a Google search for Perfect Timing and her name. Her name is Sanaya. <laughs> and so she did a Google search for Sanaya and perfect timing, and up comes a blog post that I posted of a message from my group, Sanaya, called Perfect Timing. And so she started following these daily posts that I put online from my Sanaya, and right. she, the messages, she just loves them, and her, her mother follows them, her other family members follow the daily messages from my Sanaya. So imagine my surprise after channeling Sanaya for five years to get an email from a woman with the subject line, I'm Sanaya. And the funny <laughs> thing is, she's on tour in the U.S. now, and we're going to meet on Monday. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, kind of funny. One of those wonderful that little synchronicities. A, yes, yes. Yeah. And these synchronicities, when you follow your heart, when you follow mm-hmm. spirit, and, and they, they're always nudging us. We just have to listen. When we, yeah. when we, get, when we get our... Our mind, our our human conscious mind, out of the way, and quiet our mind, and really listen. I believe they're guiding us all the time, and they're going to guide us exactly where we're supposed to be. So oh, I I, so... Just, I just can't imagine going back to my life before Sanaya was guiding me. When I have any issue going on, I just just shift my awareness to that level where we connect and and say, help me out here. <laughs> what do I do next? Or what's going on? Why am I running into this wall here? And uh, I, I sit every morning and connect with 
them and get beautiful messages that thousands of people now listen to. And and when I begin to doubt, is, is this helpful? Just that day I'll get an email from someone that tells me how these messages have changed their lives. So it's it's beautiful. That's so true. That's so true. Um, it is like I've just been doing this show for a little over a year, and I, I get emails, not a ton, but uh, just one or uh, two week that just say, how they got inspired, and it comes from all over the world. I've gotten emails from Africa, from um, um, Canada, Africa, and Malaysia, you know, different yeah. places all over the world. And that it does, it just encourages you to, you know, that you're you're doing what you came here to do. And I, th- I don't think there's anything greater, a greater feeling than doing, you know, following your heart. And knowing mm-hmm. that you're doing what you came here to do, so that so is as you say that, Caroline, I can hear some of the listeners saying, "So how do I know what I'm supposed to do?" And mm-hmm. to that, I would say, "What is it that you're passionate about? What is it that just makes your heart sing? It doesn't have to be a big thing like reaching people all over the world. Is it painting? Is it making other people smile? Is it when you really connect with people and and help in some way to heal them? It usually involves interacting with others or helping others. So in what way are you of service to others? Does that does that really bring, make you excited? And is it something that you just feel this nudge that you have to do it? Then that's what you came here to do. You're so that is so true. That's one of the things I do like to do on this show is feature people that are following their passion. We had a world peace clown on from Australia, mm-hmm. live from Australia. We were in different days, but there is only <laughs> yes, now. Right. <laughs> it was Saturday there, it was Friday here, but it was it was the now moment and she's amazing and we're gonna have her back. She has um, wonderful programs for children. She's going into the schools and teaching peace to the children as a clown. And she's just, just following her passion, her love for making people smile. And like that, and if I have, I've had dancers and comedians, and I'm going to have an artist, a painter on the show. So exactly yeah. what you said is what you're what it's inside of you cuz so no yeah. one can tell another person what's inside of them they have yeah, to kind of and, and Caroline it. I think when people feel frustrated it's because mm-hmm. they're not listening to those inner nudges so where you you can sit in the silence and and ask higher consciousness even if you don't know who it is directly that you're asking just know you're connecting with some some force that hears you, and say, why am I feeling frustrated? What is it that I am to be doing now? Your heart already knows the answer, but there's something in the human side of you that's blocking that, and it's probably filled with shoulds and need to and must and have to, the human side. When we can get past that to to what makes our heart sing, that's when the beautiful things happen. That is so, so, so true, so true. Well, we do have some callers on the line, and I, I, I want to just, <laughs> I just want to mention to the callers that um, Suzanne will, will not be doing readings on the air today, but she will answer questions. So Donna called in very early, so we will take a call from Donna. Okay, let me click on her. Donna? Hi Donna, Hi. you are on. Hi. 
How are you? Thank you for Hi, being so you. patient. How are you? Oh, great. Um, let's see. I don't have a question right now. I thought it was reading, but uh, that's okay. Um, yeah, I uh, have seen spirits before um, many times, and um, it's kind of like a camouflage to me. And then I get up close, and then they disappear, and then I've heard them as well. And then I started tuning it out because it it, it is taxing on my on my mental a bit because um, I've had a couple nervous breakdowns throughout my life and but it was there I did really enjoy it and it, do you think that is something that I should pursue because I have seen them and I do hear them and I even saw my mom who's on the other side. Well, Donna, I don't think there should be any shoulds. How's that for including the word in the phrase? Just as we were saying, tune into your heart and ask what I'm feeling from you is that you do want to pursue that. It's a very strong feeling that you're interested in it, but there's a bit of fear there. So just know that you are always in control of the experiences you have. And if they start to get a little scary, you just connect with your higher self and say, let's back this off a little bit. Let's only give me what I can handle and what is to serve the greatest good. And just take it slowly. And if it ever becomes frightening or too much or too taxing, you just back it off and say, let's just take this a little bit at a time as long as it's filled with love and in service to others. Yeah, because sometimes they come unexpectedly. Like at night, one woman said to me, "Where am I?" And hmm. I, you know, just go to the light, and I've never heard from her again. So yeah, so that was perfect. Me. And if it gets to the point where you don't want to be disturbed at night, you can actually set up those parameters with your team and spirit and say, "Hey, I need my sleep. Don't bother me." But if it's if you know that that's helpful and you don't mind being awakened once in a while, that's that's the way I set it up with my team. Sometimes. Those in spirit are able to reach us best when we're in that sleepy state. So you can always set up boundaries just as we do in our human lives. Oh, I'll do that. And I got on your web page to see about a reading, but so you're out by two years, maybe two years. Yeah, it's going to be about a year time. and a half to two years. I have over you know hundreds of people on my waiting list, and like I said, I'd like to help everybody, but it's just. Right, well, of course, naturally. Human okay, so then I should get back to you in about a year and a half? and. Well, I'll put a notice on the website when the waiting list is open again, so you can just check it every few months. Oh, okay, wonderful. Okay, great. All right, well, thank you very much. Thanks, Donna. Thank you, Donna. Uh, also, Thanks. I just wanted to add, Donna, you still there? Yeah. Donna? Okay. I'm, I'm here. here. As, oh, okay. Uh, I'm not a medium. <laughs> But uh, like I said, I, I have gotten messages from my son who's on the other side. But um, I, I like to add to that, too, it, it's kind of building on what, what Susan said, is really we, we create and we, can, we have complete control of our lives here and on the other side. Um, so we are creating. So you can, if, if like Susan said, maybe if there's a fearful experience you're having that you don't want to have, you can just ask your higher self, say, okay, I'm not ready for that. I don't want that. But you can you can really invite what you want to come to you, and you can say, no, I don't want you. you are, what I'm trying to say is you are in complete control. So don't ever fear that something outside of you has control yeah. over you. 
you are right. in complete control. Oh, that's helpful. Um, yeah. So I'll talk to the higher spirits and, you know, to my, my guides and all that only, right. you know, my loved ones and, you know, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Thank I you. Hope, I've, enjoyed I your, uh, I've enjoyed listening to you, too, with uh, okay. your son and all, and you're quite an inspiration because you're a very positive person, and I can tell you're a very loving person, and, yeah, it's, it's been a pleasure listening to both of you. You both seem well, that thanks. way. Great. Thank Thanks, you. Donna. Thank you, Donna. Thank you. So, Donna, I hope we have been helpful, but you just remember you have all the power you're not powerless, okay? So with, okay. with much, much love, thank you so much for calling. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Okay. All right. Have a nice Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. So we have uh, another caller um, calling from 708 area code um, with a question. Okay. 708 area Hi. code. Hi. Who is it? Hi. This is uh, Patricia. Hi, Patricia. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I'm new to the show. Um, Can I just ask any question? Yes. Well, I um, I would say um, Suzanne's not doing readings, but you can ask questions, yes. Well, I was, like, about my son, I was just kind of wondering... um, I worry about him a lot, um, and I wanted to know if, you know, his relationship is going to continue. Okay. Patricia, here's the greatest advice that that Sanaya, my guides, give us all the time, and that is that the most healing balm that we have is love. And we are here for our own path, for our own soul's growth. We're here in relationship with others for the growth and the lessons that affords all of us. But when we get knocked off balance by worrying about other people's paths, that doesn't help either of us. So, oh, it's such a hard lesson to learn that your son's path is his own, and the best thing you can do to help him is simply love him to pieces and allow him to make his own choices, and in that way his soul will grow. And when you can come to peace with the fact that we can only control our own choices, that's when your life will flow even better. Hmm. Okay. That, that's a that tough one. Sense. I know it is, yeah. but I, I, I understand. Yeah. So okay. true. Thank you. And I love, I love how Suzanne put it because I actually, you know, I lost my son. And, and actually, but um, the, when he passed, I was very much at peace. Because I knew, and I said to him, "This is your your soul's choice," you're, and I know that you'll you'll be fine either way. If you stay, you'll be fine. If you go, you'll be fine. And I knew that in my heart. Um, that so, what Suzanne says is, we do have to let our children, even even when they're children. I mean, we guide them when they're young, but um, we have to let them live their path. We have yeah. to let them follow their heart. And, 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 and if I could what, take that a separate step for, for anybody who's listening, it's really funny because it is all about the choices that we make for our own path. There's, every one of them is so important. And it's funny when people 
come to me with questions about their what they should do in this life, the, the psychic-type questions, rather than speaking to loved ones on the other side. And one woman came to me and she said, all right, um, you gave me a reading and you brought through my husband who who had died, and he wanted me to be happy. So I'm happy now. I found two men. <laughs> she said, well, how about connecting with my husband and asking him which one I should marry? <laughs> <laughs> and and the answer I didn't even have to go to her husband I wasn't going to I, I said to her this is one of those life questions that you need to ask yourself you need to make that choice and so Patricia I know it sounds like I'm going off track but these types of questions that your son is dealing with with his relationship this is going to determine his whole future and his peace. Right. So you really wouldn't right. want to get in the way of that as much as we want them to be happy, our children, as much as right. we want to right. be happy. It's our finding peace with the fact that people will make these decisions that we might not agree with, but ultimately that's what life is all about. Yes, you're right. Very Very thank true. you for the clarification. All right. Okay. Thank, thank you, Patricia. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. you have a great Great night. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. And Caroline, if I could, uh, yes. I want to sure. tell you the, the second part of that story with the woman that wanted to marry, didn't know who to marry, one of two men. Mm-hmm. I told her that what you do in a situation like that is you imagine yourself married to, let's call him man A, and you tune in once again to your heart and you say, how does that feel? I'm in this scenario. Does it feel good or do I have that little knot? And then you imagine yourself married to man B, and you tune into your heart again. How does it feel in that situation? And if one of them doesn't feel quite right, but the other one feels totally peaceful and okay, well, there's your answer. If they both feel okay, then <laughs> then you have an issue. But usually it's not going to be that way. You're, you're, when you feel that knot inside, that's your your intuition, your your soul speaking to you. So you're going going to generally get a nice, clear answer to those types of questions. That's so true. And also, for the single listeners out there, because <laughs> I'm single, I've been single for many, many years. Um, I've been single most of my adult life. I got married at 17, but that didn't last very long. But um, I I used to feel I was one of those that felt I needed someone to complete me. That is so not – we are complete. We are complete and whole as we are. And And – all the love that we're seeking outside of us is not outside of us. It's within us. Yeah. And, and I have so many clients flesh. who come to me and I, I tune into what's going on in their relationship. And I can right away I sense, ooh, you've, you've been in abusive relationships or you've had men who don't respect you. And they say, oh, how do you how do you know that? And I said, well, it's all over your energy field. And, and I tell them that, their task is to learn to love themselves, and when they do, they will completely change the vibe that they're giving out. And when they're in love with themselves, comfortable with themselves, confident about who they are, and are radiating that positive energy, lo and behold, they'll find that they attract to themselves men who treat them respectfully and the same way they're treating themselves. That's mm-hmm. just the way it works. Very true. So I just my my advice to uh, all those single people that real uh, just go within. It's still the the love that you seek is within you. 
You are that love. And when you tap into it, it just radiates from you. And the the love that we think we're receiving from the outer world is, is just a reflection of our own love. That's what it is. So it was it was so wonderful to come to that truthful understanding about love, you know, about romantic, well, quote-unquote, soulmates and all that. You're fortunate that you, you know what love feels like, but I've also learned from dealing with so many people now that there are a lot of people that don't know what real divine love feels like. And so I advise them to start with just the basic act of kindness, showing that to other people, and that's coming from within. And doing it not to get anything in return, just starting to to be kind to others, to love others just because it feels good, and then yeah. what's inside you really starts to blossom. And then it's just a natural consequence that you get that kind of feeling from others in return. But you're not doing it to get anything. You're doing it because that's who you are, and your soul just loves to express itself. So true. So true. And just simple acts of kindness, you know, just that is, it's, it, that's so important because those little simple acts of kindness really heals the world. They, they're very powerful. They actually are healing the world. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I did, and, uh, 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 oh, I'm sorry. One, one other thing. <laughs> You're triggering all kinds <laughs> of thoughts in me. I've been trying very hard to help a man who lost his wife recently, and he's grieving terribly, and he's, going through a really rough time, and my advice to him is to get out and help somebody else. There's always somebody who is in a more dire circumstance than you are. Even though you feel like your story is the saddest one, there's somebody else who needs your love, who needs what you have to give. And so the beauty is when you can get the focus off of yourself and your own problems by helping somebody else, suddenly you start to feel better and you're not in such deep grief anymore because you've reconnected with the heart. It's that's always true. in there. That's so true. That's that's so true. I I've done that when I've gotten you know, when I was feeling when I was feeling a little down, I would say to myself, Let me let me find something I can do just to kinda get my mind off of me and what's going on mm-hmm. with me and just Yeah. Let's, let me do something for someone else. Just something simple for someone yeah. else. You know, volunteering at mm-hmm. um, you know at a local soup kitchen or something of that nature just doesn't have to be anything big or major. Just just giving from the heart. That's that's mm-hmm. the important thing. Like you say, when you give from the heart, you're not looking for something in return. So that's that's the biggie right there to give from the heart. But the um, thing I want to ask is, what does Anaya say? about oneness because i said we we've almost gone through an hour um mm-hmm. and we haven't really talked about oneness and that's what oh, this show is all about so what does well, Sanaya has say? been giving us Sanaya. Uh, Sanaya has been giving us daily messages for five years now and in fact if you go to saniasays.com it's s-a-n-a-y-a mm-hmm. up at the top left is a a little search block, and you can put in the word oneness, and I guarantee you, or the word one, you would get many, many of the posts in response because they are constantly talking about how there is only one mind, really, ultimately one spirit, and we are all aspects of that. Uh, yes. Appearing individual for the experience of it, but uh, 
they go on and on about how everything is connected in this grand web of life. But the the true way to know that oneness beyond the words of anybody here or of higher consciousness is to truly experience it by sitting in the silence. When you can shift to that level beyond our human selves and feel that there is nothing but love, nothing but spirit, nothing but the soul. That's when oneness becomes not just a concept, but truth, the experience yes. of it. Yes, so true. And that, for me, like I said, and I, I, I always say to people, you come to that truth and understanding um, very individually. Um, mm-hmm. Like for me, it was just one sentence that was said in a quantum physics documentary um, about um, Lynn McTaggart, um, who was a recent guest on the show. Um, She said in What the Bleep, I love quantum physics, Mm -hmm. she said in What the Bleep, the biggest problem in the world today is the illusion of separateness. Yes. But, you know, I completely yes. agree with Lynn, and she was a great teacher for me in the book, but I don't want to get wrapped around that illusion because this world is very doggone real to all of us who are going through challenges and suffering. Mm-hmm. And you try to tell somebody who's grieving that this isn't real, they're going to get really ticked off at you. It, yes. It's, it's illusory I, in that it, it makes us think it's the only reality, but it's very real at this level, but it's not the only reality. And that's where we find the peace in realizing that this is one adventure and we can shift awareness and experience other realities. And there's reality upon reality upon reality, and each one of them is different. But the thing that joins them all is that everything is merely aspects of consciousness, and there is only ultimately one consciousness with a capital C, and it's love. It has love as its essence. It is love. It's from love that all that is springs. Mm-hmm. And you can't understand that if you think that this reality is the only one because the physicality of this reality gives the appearance of separation. Only yes. when you get beyond this level through an altered state of consciousness, which could be a dream state, which could be a meditative mm-hmm. state, which could be when this reality alters a bit, do you experience <laughs> the oneness? Yeah. yeah. I kind of got yeah. rambly there, didn't I? <laughs> no, 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 go on. No, um, the only point I was I was trying to make with the, the Lynn McTaggart um, quote was that that was something happened inside of me when I heard that mm-hmm. quote. It wasn't just, it wasn't an intellectual, I get it. It was a heart, I, I, my heart resonated when I heard nice. that quote. And something changed within me. So mm-hmm. I was just saying, using that as an example, how I um, came to know the truth of oneness, which is very, you know, everybody's going to come to know the truth of oneness, I believe, individually. It's going to be a different experience for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think it's supposed yeah. to be that way. Our experiences are supposed to be unique. Um, we're, we came here to to walk a unique individual path and journey that is uniquely ours but in that uniqueness we are a part of the whole 
We are a part of the one. We are a part of the love, divine love. That's who we are at our core. So, yeah, so that's the, the only reason I brought up that example, um, just to say that was my awakening moment. It wasn't um, through a meditation, and I didn't really get the mystical experience of feeling one with mm-hmm. all that is, but I got it on a heartfelt level that mm-hmm. I am connected to all that is. That, does that make any sense? <laughs> am oh, I yeah. making any sense? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I envy the people who talk about the experiences where they're looking out through their physical eyes and suddenly the whole world becomes pixelated and just dissolves before their eyes. And and I, for a while I thought, well, unless you have that experience, then you won't really understand it. But you're you're absolutely right that it comes in a variety of ways. Mine have come in through a variety of meditative experiences and through the evidence till you finally get to that place where you just know. You yeah. just know. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. And when you know it on a heartfelt level, when you know when you know it in your from your core of your being that you are one with everything, the trees, the grass, the earth, every living thing, the birds, everything, every person. When you know that and you know that that person is just another aspect of you, you're going to look on that other person with love and compassion yeah. and understanding. Yeah. And, and understand that they're they're divine at their core, and they're just operating from their level of awareness. You Perfect. know, so it's yeah. So and it's all so it's all good. So uh, the ultimate the ultimate reality is that's what I try to I always try to keep that at the forefront of my mind. And and when like you said, when things happen, I ask, okay, why? Okay, oh, this isn't that. This might be something I wouldn't prefer to happen, but it's happening for my <laughs> highest good. And yes, two things exactly. I say, it's happening for my highest good, and I am creating it. So that's, that helps mm-hmm. me when I own it. When I was like, okay, my higher self is creating this experience for my highest good. There's a lesson here. What's what lesson? is it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ask the question, what is my lesson here? And then, and it'll come, like you said, and it'll come to you in many, many different ways. So share, share with our our listeners, because I know you like you are um, traveling the country right now, right? Mm-hmm. Share with our yeah. listeners what's coming up in your near future, as far as uh, well. As I mentioned, I'm teaching mediumship classes, which are which is uh, very rewarding. Uh, the the feedback for that is tremendous. I really love that you know you can. Give a man a fish or teach him to fish. So we're we're exactly. creating more evidence-based mediums, and so the classes are happening around the country. I'll be adding more and more as we go, and I have um, several workshops just in the next month. I'm doing keynote speeches at a uh, the Academy for Spiritual and Consciousness Studies in North Carolina. That's going to be an outstanding conference. A keynote speech at the International Association for Near-Death Studies Conference in Orlando uh, in July. All kinds of events, and they're all on the calendar of events on my website, SuzanneGeesman.com. Yeah. Yes. And you said the to, to listen to Sanaya's messages. What was that, mm-hmm. that website again? Well, you can go to my website and click on the Sanaya tab or just go to okay. SanayaSays.com. 
Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And then I'm also on Facebook. We I post Sanaya's messages there, but if you're on Sanaya says, you can sign up to receive those by email. Daily, right? Yeah. Okay. Amazing. I I, I listen to a lot of Sanaya. I love her. I love. I love. And I say her just because the name. We do. I I do too. It's a they, but we say her. (laughs) And and there are actually some recordings of the sessions where Sanaya speaks through me on my website, too. Lots of transcripts and the audio versions, which carry the energy that they bring through, and it's, it's yes. pretty Yes, those are what I've, I've, been, I've been tapping into, are the, the messages that are on your page, that um, the talks. From yeah, that the audio version. Yes, mm-hmm. the audio version. I have been. I, I was like, hmm, it'd be nice if she put these on YouTube. <laughs> I thought that too. So. But I know you, you're doing a lot of work, so I'm not trying to put another project on your plate. <laughs> no, we'll work on that. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to do. I don't have them in video, but we could put the audio on YouTube. Yes, you can. We'll I do the that. audio for this show on YouTube. So that people can listen to it on Blog Talk Radio, they can listen to it on my website, and they could also listen to it on my YouTube channel. I just put the uh, um, um, collage of images so of the of the guests of you, yeah. <laughs> and put our audio with yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, I know that yeah. nobody works in, uh, alone. I give all credit to Spirit, but I also have a wonderful team of helpers, and my assistant, Bev, I know is listening now, and I know as you just said that, Bev went, ooh, good idea, we're going to do that. Yeah. So Bev's yeah. listening. Thank you, Bev. We couldn't yeah. do this work without you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, she was, yes, thank you, Bev, because she helped with get, getting us connected, which is great, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I am. I am just so, so, so honored. Um, whenever I have a, a guest, because all of my guests, I feel, are so amazing. They have so much to share. Their uniqueness to share, and bring to the world. And that's how we are. We are in the process of um, raising the consciousness. Yeah. Uh, we are definitely coming to a shift. And, and you know, I was thinking about that this morning, Caroline, that it's so funny because for 20 years of my life, I wore a uniform and I worked in an organization where you were expected to be uniform. You were supposed to behave the same, uh, think the same. Uh, surely we were supposed to think for ourselves. But as far as wearing the same uniform and doing things by the book, and now I just so appreciate our differences <laughs> Mm. It's it's funny because yeah. I was talking with Sanaya this morning, and they were saying, you know, how boring the world would be if we all, all all dressed the same and drove the same car and lived in the same house and chose the same colors. It's that it's the it's the diversity and the choices and the experience and how we all get to to express spirit by being us in our uniqueness. That when we can come to appreciate that, that we all don't have to be the same. We don't have to believe the same things or think the same. But when we express our true nature, which is the same in all of us, which is love, mm-hmm. that's when the magic happens. That is so true. That is so true. Our Our differences are the spice of life. And our differences should, our uniqueness should bring us closer together. And like you said, it would be so boring. I know, and, and so we get we get angry oh when people don't 
people don't think yeah. the way we do, and we look at the, you know especially in an election year, and we we have these fights, but that's all part of it. It all ultimately it leads us to come to hopefully appreciate each other, even if we don't think alike. Hey, look, in the end, yeah. what's going to matter? What is going to matter in the end when we take our final breath? What matters? Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. much did we love? How exactly. much did we love? And then I want to tell everybody from my experience bringing through thousands of those on the other side who have died, you know, it doesn't matter how much money they had. Uh It doesn't matter what job or what title you got. What mattered was did you love each other? And Uh they're immediately surrounded by love on the other side. We will be. You will be met by your loved ones that you want to see again. And, (laughs) And you'll realize that all those things that were so important here aren't so important when you get to right. the other side. So, yeah, yes, do your so best true. here to, to enact the story you came here to live out, but don't lose sight of what really matters most. Exactly, and what matters most is love. Love, just bring bring as much love to every situation and every person that you encounter. That, yeah. That's the answer. That's the key. Sanaya's message today, they used the word spewing love, and and they had me choose a picture to go with it of this sprinkler. Just, you know, when Mm. life seems so hard to take, just just remember that's why we're here, and just open your heart and just spew it all over everybody. (laughs) I love it. That's a beautiful visual, beautiful visual. Well, thank you so much, Suzanne. I am going to let you you get... I'm gonna let you get back to Ty. <laughs> and I love <laughs> your you. I love your love story. I, I, I listened to an interview of the two of you on YouTube yeah. and I just think you guys have such a beautiful love story. It's so amazing. Oh, you we're guys blessed are to awesome. have each other. Thank yes. you. Yes. Yes. So we will let you get back to Ty and have a beautiful holiday memorial weekend. It is I'm in the Poconos, northeast Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Most people Great. do not know where the Poconos are. What state the Poconos is it's so <laughs> well, I grew up in Pennsylvania oh. so I know the Poconos very well. Okay, so I always quiz people, okay, what state? I, I say I'm in the Poconos. I was like, what state am I in? Half the people don't know. But it is a beautiful Memorial Day weekend here, and I'm going to be picking up my grandson later and just having a good wonderful. good old time with him. So, Well, thank you, you for have... the service that you bring to all of us. It's wonderful. Oh, thank a beautiful you. Beautiful message you. you're sharing. Thank you for your your service, and I I'm gonna stay in contact through email. You okay. know, I'm just gonna great. Just, yes, love you so much. Thank you so much. Okay, you Thank have you. a great weekend, and say hi to Ty for me. We'll do. Okay. <laughs> bye bye. All right. Bye bye. Good night. <laughs> 